Okay, so B'siyat HaDashmai, we're going to continue our learning of Anabekayach, and it actually worked out really nicely. I, I don't know how I had any kind of inkling, or, or, or not inkling, but any kind of presumption that we were going to be able to cover all of this last week. Bizarre. Because there's a ton to do, and because we have two different shirim, I was able to add even a little bit more from the text so we can get further clarity into what we're doing. So if you weren't here last week, some of you weren't, it's okay. It's, we're going to quickly review what we did last week, and it's, it's somewhat of a different Indian, even though, of course, it's connected to the concept of Darsha Yichudcha, which we learned very deeply last week, what that means, that Am Yisrael is a nation that's Doirish Yichud, we spoke about, the Achdos of Hashem, and therefore the Achdos of His creation, and to find the Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness everywhere. And we're going to carry on learning about that in a very deep way. So let's first review quickly. Let's take a look at the piece from Rav Kook that we learned in two pieces last week, but I just put them together. Atamsis. No gibar darshi yichudcha kevavas shamrin. Rebona Shalolam was a gibar, the mighty one. Darshi yichudcha kevavas shamrin. Guard those that seek your unity like, you, like, like the eyelid covers and guards and protects the eye. Says the Eligar of Kuk, Our whole thing in the world, just going to read it quickly, our whole thing in the world is to seek out the unity, the presence, the unified presence of Hashem, in the world. And in so doing, to bring together all of humanity, we spoke about the love that exists between Gedolim, and there should be that same love, that same feeling of connection. We're not strangers. If we're human beings, we're mamish, all we have is each other. Every person you pass by in the street, there should be a feeling of partnership. But we don't feel that, because everybody's just doing different things. But if everybody had this consciousness, everyone's one. That we should all be united in our efforts to embody and align ourselves with the will of Hashem. Because of this great ambition of the Jewish nation, so people feel very threatened by this, even though if they would only understand what we're trying to gift them on a silver platter, they drop all the shtus and the hevel verik, which we speak about in Elena the Shabbat, which of course have sparks of truth, but very, very, very distant from what the Emes Lamita is, and they come running, as they will when Mashiach comes and reveals to them the depth of the Torah and the depth of revelation and etc., but in so much as we have not been successful, they feel threatened, they stand up against us. Therefore, we need protection. And in the spirit of this whole tefillah of Anabekoyach, which like we learned is the shame and Beis, is Maise Bereshis, the energy of Gvura, we're davening Nagibar, protect us because we're Darshi Yechudcha. Okay, we learned very deeply about the capacity of the eye to see, which is to unify and to take in a very large multiplicity of different details at once. We spoke about this being connected to the sphere of Chachma, which we're going to get more deeply in tonight, which is connected to the concept of seeing. As Hanoilad, we talked about having vision, we talked about moving forward, bringing a new world order, so to speak, in a spiritual sense. We become Enoi Shal Oilam the light of the world and the eyes of the world. Ad And we attempt to bring about a reality where everything other than this reality, then seeing the world as what's called the Rishus Hayachid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not, we, we translate Rishus Hayachid private domain, right? It's not really what it means. Rishus Hayachid, Yachid doesn't mean private, it means singular, right? 
in the context of a community, so as opposed to Rishus HaRabim, which means the public domain, but it doesn't, it means the property of many, we call that public, so Rishus HaYachid is private domain. But in Narizal, Rishus HaYachid and Rishus HaRabim are two different ways of approaching the world. The way that we are initiated into living in this world, because we have the Yitzhahara for many more years, then we have the Yitzhah Tov, which comes onto the scene very late, we look at the world as a Rishus HaRabim, as a Rishus, a domain of many different things. And like we say, everything physically, people are separated from one another because this person's here and that person's there. Different experiences that we have that don't seem to be bound together. Now we're eating and now we're learning and now we're sleeping and now we're playing and now we're doing different things that we do. And everything's separated one from the other. That's called a Rishus HaRabim. Says that Ariza, the whole entire mission of a Jew in this world is so to speak which means to conquer this world and to turn it into Rishus Yechidoi Shalaylam Rishus Hayachid is to see that it huh? beautiful beautiful Arayv Avdecha is ICS Erev very deep Erev is also Gamatri Chesed and Gvura together it's Erev which means a mix which is Tiferes which is Yaakov Avinu which is our whole mission B'nai Yaakov that's Erev Rishus Hayachid is to conquer the world and to turn it into the to the to the yichida shal olam, so to speak, the rishus hayachid. So alkein, therefore, anu mavakshim. Therefore, when we talk about Am Yisrael as being the eyes, when we talk about Am Yisrael as being darshi yichudcha, we say nagibar. We need a lot of gvura to guard us. Shamrein how kivavas, like the eyelid guards the eye when we're in this bechina of chachma of trying to seek out your unity. All of this is what we learned last week, and that's a simple chat in nagibar darshi yichudcha. Not so simple, very deep. Okay. Now, tonight we're going to address the Rosh Tevis of Nun Gimel Dalid, Chaf, Yud Chaf Shin. And we're going to unravel incredible, incredible Ramazan hinted to in these six tiny letters. So let's take it slow. I have a lot to cover. And Be'ezus Hashem will try to go Kiseder step by step. So we have a, a Havana of the material. Says Rebubin Sason, Shlita. Haramchal Besefer Das Tvunas. In the Ramchal Sefer Das Tvunas, which is two Sfarim away from Mesil Sisharim, so to speak, right? And they did it very nicely in the green Maral, uh, in the green Ramchals, if you ever saw that. Yeah. So yeah, they have yeah. stars. Right, and nobody asked them to do that because they don't know. It, the Ramchal didn't order his svarim, but it's very, it's very accurate because the Ramchal's svarim is Yilsa Sharm, which is like mostly the only sefer that's learned. Some venture into Derech Hashem. It's a system. It, it's step after step after step into the world of what the Ramchal was trying to bring us into. Yilsa Sharm is step one. Huh? It's not chronological order of what you have. I don't believe. No. I don't believe. I could be wrong, but I don't believe so. Yeah. No. Adabamorim is like way. Yeah, Adabamorim is, is like six. It's a, it has the six stars on it. Um, the third safer is Das Tfunas, which is deeper. There are other Svarim, Klach Besechachma, Adabamorim. But Das Tfunas is number three in that in that set. In that safer, Mavarit explains Shakurish Baruchu Managa Selama Bishtei Hanhaga Shainas. Shakurish Baruchu runs the world with two different layers of Hanhaga. This needs a lot of focus. Hanhaga Hagaluya. The first is the revealed Hanhaga, which is where most of the Torah functions in this Hanhaga. Which the Ramchal calls Hanhagas Hamishpat. Hey, thanks so much for coming. Hanhagas Hamishpat means the 
uh, governance, so to speak, yeah, the governance of mishpat. Mishpat means justice, means judgment. That's what mishpat is. Hanhagas ha-mishpat, right? And we would call that midah kenegad midah, which we'll speak about. We would call that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hashkacha, so to speak, is reactive in nature. We do one thing and that brings about HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing something. It's called mishpat, right? But then there's vanhaga pnimis. There's another hanhaga that's going on well beyond that. Hanikris Balashin Balashainai, it's called in the Lashon of the Ramchal, Hanhagas Hayichud. And these two things are happening at the same time. It doesn't one switch off and one switch on. These are two layers of Ashkacha. One kind of Ashkacha is called Hanhagas HaMishpat. And then beyond the Hanhagas HaMishpat is a much deeper Havana that even though we could have caused a Midah Keneged Midah that now a Kaddish Baruch reacted because we did something, but why did we do that thing? That's called Hanagas HaYichud. There's a place within, we can also call it Yidiyah and Bechira, if you would like, not without getting into that sugya now, which is a very deep sugya. There's a place where we can have our Bechira, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a master plan already. It'll maybe self-correct. Maybe you don't have to go mamish into Yidiyah. You could say HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly self-correcting, but we... At the end, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants is going to happen. Irrespective, chas of how much a person consciously wants to subvert that um, objective, and that goal, that aim. That's Hanagas HaYichud. Everything is going according to plan. Hanagas HaMishpat is, you can step off. But there's a deeper level to stepping off. Wherein, you couldn't have stepped off because there's nowhere off to step. That's called Hanagas HaYichud. These two things are two layers of reality. Torah, of course, operates within Hanhagas HaMishpat. Not going to get into the technicality of this now. Where everything is... is, is and, and it's up to us to choose. That's called Hanhagas HaMishpat, and that's the whole Torah, and there are... Etc. Hanhagas HaYichud is a reality that we whisper about. We don't live with that reality because it, it'll confuse us. We live in a matzav where we daven and Hashem answers. We do schoolas and it brings about things. We go to Kivir Tzadikim, we learn, etc., etc. But Hanagas HaYichud is like, HaKadosh Baruch is pulling the strings. Hanagas HaYichud, let's see how he spells this out. Hanhaga HaGluya, the revealed Hanhaga, Nu'udza Besoyed HaMidas HaTachtoinos is rooted in the place of these lower seven midas, of the ten midas with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world and originally created the world. A quick refresher, and we've done this before, the ten midas, also called spheres, which are fundamental concepts in Yiddishkeit, and the fact that they're not given over is shocking to me, because it's basic, basic stuff, basic, to understanding any kind of Ashkafa. Basic, these ten midas with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created and recreates the world every split second is a system of steps. The first three are called Keser, Chachma, and Bina. Keser being the will of Hashem. Chachma, we already learned last week, and we'll learn more this week, is the big picture. Just like, like we have a, cre- a creative idea. So first we think of the whole thing. Bina is the particular details. Thanks so much for joining. And then, 
Step after step, HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes about creating the world, and that's the lower seven steps. Step after step, that's Chesed, Kivura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoyd, Yisoyed, and finally Malchus. These are connected to the seven days of the week, and these are connected to the seven metals, and these are connected to the seven colors of the rainbow, and these are connected to the seven oceans, and the seven continents, and the seven planets, classical, etc., etc., etc. So the whole natural world of creation, Hagluya, which is the creation that we experience with our senses in this physical world, that's all rooted in the lower seven midas, whereas it's like the first three are the motor, the energy. They're hidden just like our brain is hidden in our skull. Lower down in the body, which is, of course, the tselem elukim, which is the tselem, which is the form of these seven midas, chesed, gvura, tiferes, right leg is netzach, left leg is hide, the bris is yisayid, the mouth is malchus. Without, I don't. I don't really don't want to get into this now. Okay. Well, well, afterwards because we have a lot, a lot yeah, to get to. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, but remember, I don't, and we'll talk about it afterwards. Ah, keser chachmabina is hidden. The lower seven midas are revealed. Are revealed. Even forget about the fact that the brain happens to be hidden in the skull. Thoughts are hidden, they're ethereal. You, you can't grasp a thought. You can't. The Baltani uses that as a muscle, actually, to talk about how, how infinite a Kodesh Baruch Hu is. It says, you can't, like a person can't grasp a thought. You can't hold it. You can't be typhist. That's what our thoughts can't do. It's something else. It's not just, it's so deep we can't fathom it. He's like in a different category. It's not something you hold. Right? It's not something that the mind grasps. Something else. So the lower Hanhaga, so to speak, Hanhaga Samishpat, is the lower seven midas. Mechesed ad malchus. That's all the realms of limitations of the revealed world, which is the days of the week, which begin on Sunday and end on Shabbos. Nothing to do that you could try to make all kinds of different shifts and changes and kacha. Kacha, the week ends on Shabbos. A new Week will begin the next day. Is the gvul of the seven lower meters? The gvul of the body can't add a fourth limb, you know, a, a, a fourth, a third leg, a fourth leg. It just, it is what it is. It's cuts of its set. This is how things look, so to speak. Machshav is already infinite. Machshav is infinite. A person can think however many machshavas he wants about any number of things. Even a person can imagine an infinite number of things. Can imagine whatever he wants. That's the that's the beauty of imagination. Because it's rooted in a realm that's beyond the limitations of the physical world. Limitations of the physical world is the lower seven. Thought and the Kreich HaDimian, it's already heavenly. It's already heavenly. Something else. There are separations between the nations, between all the different kinds of creatures. We talked about the we talked about the Rishus Harabim, right? All the riboy, the manyness of nature. All the different contrasting forces: fire and water, heat and aircon. We spoke about all the different forces that are battling each other. Day and night, summer, winter, etc. That's called Anagas Mishpa. Everything is katsuv. It's set. It's decided. There's midas din. You stick your hand in fire, it's going to burn you. It's not you, a person. It's going to burn. That's Anagas Mishpa. That's just the way things are. Kach. 
Shivas Hamidas Hatachtoinus, the lower seven Midas, Hena Shirish, Lechalashinuyim, Lechalanigudim, Shekayam, and Bimitsius are the root for all the different opposites within creation, because that's what the seven Midas are. It's a system of opposites. Chesed on one side, Gvura is the opposite. Tiferes balances them. Netzach and Hoid, opposites to each other. Yesoid balances them. But it's essentially a system where we understand the concept of Nigud. What does nigud mean? What does it mean to have two things opposing each other? Is ultimate duality. That's what duality means. Because if fire is put out by water, then, then these two things are two, are mamish two things. So much so are they two things that if you try to put them together, one of them gets extinguished. Right? It's mamish two things. One cannot be if there's only the other one. And if we only try to be magbir one, it puts out the other one. It, but we find that there are two things in the world called fire and water. Duality. Ultimate duality. Contradiction. Conflict is in this world. Only in this world. We can't understand how one thing and another thing can go together. The opposites of, of magnets will, will push each other away. That's Hanagasam Mishpat. Lu'umazois, however, Hanagapnimis, the higher, deeper layer, Hanikris, Hanagasayichud, which is called, and now we understand why it's called Hanagasayichud, as opposed to Hanagas Hamishpat. Because, like we said, Mishpat means you need to be machria between two different opposing factions. That, that's what Mishpat is. That's what it means to make uh, a dintaira. It means this one says this, that one says this. We have to be machria. In the place of Hanagas HaYichud, there's no Hachra necessary because there are no two different conflicting things. We understand everything that's conflicting to be part of a greater category that unifies them. Husayda Achtus Hamapecha B'Pnimiyas HaKal That's the secret of unity that's, that's hidden, hidden and roiling and working and abiding and existing in the interiority of everything. Beyond what our eyes can see. Achdus, achdus, everything. Everything is one. Everything is one. And it's in this place that we have to look past the illusion of the created world with all the opposites and all the toiv and ra. What does that mean? That's the site of Amuna. The same way you make a bracha on a good thing, make a bracha on a bad thing. Why? Look at the, these two things, fire and water, opposing things. The whole thing of Yiddishkeit is to be able to look past the facade of conflict and to find the same way. There's something that binds them together. Everything emerges from a place of unity, just like the lower seven midas are the product, so to speak, in terms of steps, from the place of unification, where in the mind... I don't have three heads, right? I don't have three heads. Theoretically, I should have three heads like I have two arms. This arm is chesed, this arm is kvura. So in my brain, I also have chachma, bina, and das, or at least two heads at least, or three with ruts and keser, because that's the system we're working in now without getting into that. Why isn't, it, why isn't it three different heads? Or one head for chachma, one head for bina, one for das? And the answer is because in that place, in that realm, it's the realm of achdos. It's the realm where in that place, this Hanhagav Achtos, it's all included within one head. Only in the body things start to separate into this side and that side. Where there's multiplicity, there's reboy, there's conflict, there's nigud. But in the place of what's called the Gar, Gimel Ration, the three, the, the three parts, so to speak, of 
that upper realm, that upper layer, not of Hashem, again, clarifying, it sounds similar to something else, we're talking about steps that Hashem took in revealing His unity, revealing His oneness. In that place, everything is, is unified, is unified still. Reveals the R of Hashem's oneness, which is the side, the secret of those heavenly elevated lights, beyond the Shiva Midas, beyond those lower seven traits. It's the light of Keser, which is the Ratzon of Hashem, then his Chachma, which is the big picture, and then the Bina starts getting into the particularities. Okay, then creation starts. Creation is different than the Creator. Right? There's creation, and then he creates the... I'm sorry, there's the creator, and then he creates the creation. But all the while that he's planning it, all there is is creator. He might be thinking about the creation, but those two things are not yet separate. And so in that place of the thinking, it's still completely culled into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, into that realm of unity. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu goes on to create creation, whatever sense, at least from our perspective, and in that place, there are now two things, Kibiyachal. Hashem and His creation. Or at least that's the way that it appears. What's incredible about the way that Hashem created the world is that we have a choice to look. This is so deep. To look beyond the illusion of the seven steps and to find the aspect of those seven steps which is still bound up with, with Hashem's machshava. What I mean to say is, if a person creates something practically, so then we live within time, so there's chronological order of things. The first step he takes is to think about it, then he stops thinking about it, moves on and creates the thing. That's only when you're creating something yesh mi yesh, under the limitations of time. It's not, okay, first he thought, and then, he, there is no and then, and then he created. It's all taking place at, at the very same non-moment, at the very same infinity. The creation of time first. That, that's the first. That's true. That has to be. But it is it's not. True, true. But but it's an illusion. It's not. It's not in Akharish Baruch's mitzias, which is the true mitzias, from the place where he is still recreating the world. All of those steps are happening now. And so, for us that we're experiencing all those steps having unfolded in this moment, we could choose to look past all those steps and experience the deeper layer of creation that's manifesting itself within the more external layers of creation now. It makes it difficult to live in the now, though, because everyone will always think, like, maybe now is not now, maybe now is before. There is no now. There is no now. There is everything no that we're saying here, everything now. we're saying here is a delicate balance between our perspective and between the truth. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want that we should live in Hanagasa land. We live, like I said again and again, we live in the real world from our perspective. But there is overwhelming value in living rooted in the real world with Torah and mitzvahs and halacha and etc. that all relate to this mitzvah with the, with the awareness and conscious perspective that there is something beyond this too. This, this. The, the Torah is, is the way it's the way you're describing is then becomes a relative truth because it, it talks about 
it's about the time you've got seven days of the week and on the Shabbos you do this and Hashem in its current it. form yes it's a pasuk Tara Chadasha Mi'iti Teitzeh and all the Svarim explain that what that means is there's something called the Tara Da'antika Stima there's something called a very 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 hidden ancient concealed Tara that the Ramak and, and even the Ramban hints to this really all the letters of the Torah can be rearranged to, to say different things. Still the Torah. The Torah is always relevant. The Torah is one with Hashem. The Torah was 2,000 years before creation. The, the Torah is the Torah is the Torah. The form of the Torah will change. Things will change. You're right. It is a relative truth. But from our perspective, it's an absolute truth in as much as we can only live in a relevant frame. And that it's always important to keep this balance. Okay, we could go into this a lot. This is all still betrach dama, and there's no time. Sounds That's okay. A lot, a lot of really important things sound heretical. Um, why do you say it sounds heretical? Very quickly. When we say Torah is a relative truth, we don't say Torah is a relative truth. We say that right now, in the six thousand years of us living within the Olam Hat. Tikkun slowly but surely is trying to affect and impact and utilize the Torah as it is now to fix the world and to be to be and all these different things that we're doing in Torah and mitzvahs. When Shabbos comes, things change. The Torah doesn't change, but the Metzias changes, right? And. In that realm of, of Olam Haba, as is described at least by the Ramban, about the, the spirituality of the world, and all the Pesukim in Yeshayahu, Kulam Yehduaisi, Miketanam Agadoylam, they're not going to be yeshivas anymore sitting and learning about Vassar. Kulam Yehduaisi. Something else. Mamish, Nevua, all of them, every, everybody, Miketanam Agadoylam, little kids, etc. This reality of the Hanhagas Hayichud will be revealed in full. And the boundaries of the limit of the limited world and our experience of it will fade away. And this is standard Ashkafa. This is not. It's not. It's. I mean, standard. If you're learning the this form of Pnimi Satira, and it doesn't take away one iota of the tokef of the truth of what we're living now. Just like when a person says on Shabbos, you should consider Kilu Kamalach Drasuya. So now I have to think during my weekday also. You know, maybe maybe like I should just consider my job already done. No, it's Monday. It's, it would be nice to consider that, but it's not Shabbos. It's two different time periods, right? But the nature of reality doesn't change. Everything's relative. You and I are relative. Klape Hashem, we don't exist, etc. I can't get into all this now, but we live from a place of mitzias. We don't come to threaten mitzias. We say that the reality that we live in is deeper than appears to our experience. That's the whole aim of Pnimi Satira. Sadik be'emunasai yichya. Is to live with emuna, and emuna means there's more to life than meets the eye. How far you want to take that depends on how chasidish you choose to be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it depends on it depends on on what on what calls your neshama. So you can't win the lottery without buying a ticket. So we could we could play it safe, you know, but we won't win the lottery. And, and what our Chabur is trying to do, what we've been doing, you and me, is, is, is venturing into deeper waters. And speaking with uh, many of you individually, we've been, we've been reaping the benefits of that. You know? So it, 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 I wouldn't say it's, it's 
it's more dangerous, but it definitely requires more care. Oh. Definitely requires more delicate. care. Delicate. Yeah. There's a difference between delicate and dangerous. They both start with a D. <laughs> but everything else is different. You hear the difference? Delicate. It requires a lot of contextualization. We've been doing this in, in the year, but that's, that's, and also, that's the time period that we're in now. Erev Shabbos, that's what the whole thing with the Baal Shem Tov is trying to bring to the world, and also the Gra and, and, and the Leshem, and, and, and all the later Mekubalim were trying to bring in early Shabbos. That's on us to do. We can mamish already start tasting from this revelation, and that's what Pnimi Satara is. That's what Hasidus is. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what we're talking about. Let's let's see how he unfolds it. I fear or I celebrate the fact that we may have to do a third shear. We'll see, because uh, yeah, very possible. It's just fine. We're not in a rush. Let's go back into this. Hanhaga zoom amshicho megalas arach dusay isbarach. It reveals the light of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's unity, oneness. Shusayda iris which is the secret of these three more elevated hidden. Lights, we call them. These three stages, steps, which again is Rosh Hashanah's Gimel Ration. And it's known, everything in creation, which is of course an illusion, even though, again, we live it as a total reality, but it's an illusion, is rooted in one Makar. And at the foundation of all of existence is a simple sense of unity, which is, we call that Hashem. That the Gemara in Brachas tells us is the Neshama of the world. And it's this Achtas that's hinted to, and the very first word of the Taira, B'Rashis. Bereshis, what's the what's the source of what's the I'm sorry, the Shirish of the word Bereshis? Which means in the beginning? What's the Shirish of the word? Reish. Right. Well Rashis, yes. The base is a is a is a prefix. Right? But of the word Rashis, I mean. Is Reish. Is Reish. And that's what we mean to say when we say Bereshis bar elikimas arts. Bereish. Reish, we already said, is the, is the place of unity, is the place of Kesar Chachman Bin, is the place of oneness, is the place where everything is still captured in, like the zera of a, of a, of a human being is mushrus in the mind, in just a tiny tipa. Bereishis, and then Barli Kim as Hashemayim as Arts, and already we see duality. Heaven is not earth, earth is not heaven, but that's only in this realm. That's yeah. called Anagas Mishpat. And deeper we could understand that underneath underneath everything that we see in the created world that began at the beginning, which is a creation of time, is Bez Rashis. That's the word Bereshis, is two beginnings. Two beginnings. Harimezes. At Kalaimra, meaning to say, meaning to say, Shnei Rashim Ha'im Dimbi Saidakal, there are two ultimate heads, so to speak, that, that stand at the Sharish of everything. Eluhim Arha Keser, Va'arachachma. The light of Ratsan, and then the first Machshava, everything extends from there. Where is, why isn't Bina there? Because Bina is the bridge, as we're going to learn, between that world of Achdus, and we've already learned this in previous Shirim, and the world of multiplicity. Bina is the bridge. 
because it's in between Chachma and Chesed, right? It's the culmination of the realm of Achtos, and therefore it's Mashpia down into the world of of separateness, of multiplicity. Sheheim Bechinas, Zakus, Ve'alyonas, very lofty, very elevated, very spiritual, we can't grasp them. Hamachedes has kolayitzur, within which all of the subsequent creation is wrapped up in one place, in one in one spark. And everything there is in a place of utter unity. Everything that we perceive as being separate is after concealment, is after constriction, is after that great light of unity starts to become filtered down into steps, into created steps within time, within space. That's what we experience, like we said, fire and water, chesed and gvura, two hands, left and right, directions. That's after the tzimtzum ar hamaates zayhar melech elyon. That's that makes smaller, that diminishes, that minimizes the glow of of melech elyon, which is a reference to bina. But in those very lofty places, we're not speaking about mountains. I don't mean a very high place physically. I mean to say within the structure of creation, which is also called the sulam, but it's also called the seder shtalshulos. The order, the chain of creation from that place of achtas, step after step after step after step, so to speak, bridging creation and creator, this creative process, in those very high worlds, in the spiritual root of creation, like we said, everything is still rooted in that Zayar Shamala, in that glow of, of, of the elevated place. Wrapped up and bound together in this wondrous elevated unity. Blini good, where there's no separateness, there's no opposites. Bli stira, bli machayiv, without any destruction, without any pain. Allah or stira could also mean without contradiction. Allah kol yachtav muuchad. In that place, every it's called Hashem's master plan, where it's beyond time and it's beyond space. Everything that will unfold has already unfolded. It's it's captured there within one. Even to say spark doesn't capture it because a spark is still within time and space. We have no asaga for it. One. Unfolding is difficult to understand if everything is biyachot. That's right. It doesn't unfold in that place. It unfolds in the lower realms. Because, again, it only unfolds from our perspective. It's the illusion. It's the illusion where things unfold. That's called anagasa mishpat, and that's the illusion that we call reality. So the biggest illusion is time. Because without time, very much. Very, very much. Very much. A lot of depth to that. Yeah, Yom Kippur, without getting to the whole thing now, but the, but the whole thing of Yom Kippur is, is, is the revelation of the Arha Keser or the Arabina, but it, it's in that place of absolute tshuva. And the, and the Tikkun of Yom Kippur is the realization that at the end of the day, even though we made choices from our perspective and we clap al to those choices, everything was, was already mushrish in that, in that place. And that's why who do we send the goat Tazazal with? You remember what the Pasik tells us? A certain kind of person, huh? Who? The person's gonna die. No, yes, but who? But but the, the pasuk describes him by two Ish-iti. words. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Ishiti. Why? Because we have to throw time away. Time, yeah. We're sending time away. Ishiti. 
Because for the Amkipradika revelation, we can't have time around. Space also doesn't Ish have time. Ish huh? Space also. Space as well, but space is a function of the time. Or time is a function of space. These two things are connected. The Maral speaks about it. And Akdam to Pirkeyavos. Ella, hakol yachta mu'uchad, everything is bound up. Oruki chidamufla, like a gigantic unified tapestry, sha'anam avchinim ba'olam, where we can perceive. Even in this world, and that's what all the Sifri Panimis are trying to get us to, to live in this world. Mamish to live in this world and to take this world seriously, but never to take our eye off the deeper reality. And on the contrary, to allow our awareness of the deeper reality to dictate how we live and how we interact with this illusion that we call reality. So it doesn't minimize reality. It adds a deeper element to it and that has implications that are well broader than we can cover right now. But it changes everything. It mamish changes everything. See, he says from this perspective, he says, Kol any, any evil that we see in the world, Kol Cholsha, any weakening, Kol Oyev, any enemy, Vichol Menaged, and any frustrating situation, Kol Gvul, every boundary, every limitation, Vichol Simpson, and every constriction, we perceive that to be in this world, but it's only the outside, the outside, the outside, the outside, the outside, the outside of reality. That's the way that we experience it in this external world. We get lifted up to the place of the Sharshe Habriya, which is the site of Beratius. We said Bez Ratius, which is Keser and Chachma. That place where everything is still unified. The Saidan Hayichud, which is connected to the eyes, which capture everything at once. Ha'ara Kadum, that primordial light, Ha'aymid Biyasaid Akal, that sits at the Shirish, at the root of everything, like a trunk of a tree, before all the branches begin to splinter off. We become gathered in to the reality of the unity that sits beyond the, the, the external layer of every multiplicity or every instance or expression of multiplicity that we encounter. It's hidden, but it's there because it's there now and we have the ability to tap into it. Not to live life like that. I'll remind you without getting into the sugya of Yidian Bechir, but it's inextricably bound up with that very, very deep sugya. If a person says, I'll, I'll sin and then I'll do tshuva and then oh, it was all part of Ratzon Hashem. It doesn't work this way. You can't school the system. It won't work. Authenticity is absolutely pro- is, 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 um, pa- uh, yeah, paradigm. Another word I was thinking paramount. of. Huh? Paramount. paramount. Thank you. Yes. Paramount. Authenticity is paramount. You can't, you can't school the system. That's part of the tzimtzum that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up. You could know about an Hagasayichud from today till tomorrow. You could know that really there's no Bechir and everything's Yediyah. You cannot actively live that way. It becomes more difficult after Ethav Asher to come back to come. Bid you. It, 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 it makes it more difficult. Yeah. Because, you, because you have to be authentic. Because Tshuva demands authenticity. And authenticity demands being human. And being human demands living in the strictures and constraints of our reality. Even though we know that there's something else happening. That's not how we live. But in great moments, when we're able to peek behind the curtain, we get gathered in. Which is what all the mitzvahs are trying to help us do. 
It's to strengthen this awareness. We say this every day, like we said three times a day. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elikeinu, Hashem Echad. And Echanami, there's Elikeinu. Elikim is already plural. Plural? Means God. It's plural. Because Elikim is Gematria Hateva. And it's the plurality of the way that godliness expresses itself in the lower realms. What do you think we mean when we say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elikeinu? Hashem Echad. It's, it's all one. It's all one. We're connecting to that deeper reality. It's called Yehuda Ilah in this far. And we find it throughout existence, creation. And it's that unity that's compelling the whole world, whether it wants to be drawn in that direction or not. It is pushing the whole world toward the ultimate goal, which is that's how everything is being compelled in that direction, whether it wants to be or not. to give it its place in the fixing of the world. Okay, we'll go another 10 minutes. I think we could cover it, so let's try to go through quickly because that was the hard part, was just getting those ideas down. But again, I want to explain something to you, and I'm sure you know this already. It's just Chazar for me and for you. What we're learning now is not it's not a Devar Torah you say over at a Shabbos meal, and the next week you learn something else. This sits at the absolute essence Certainly, of the realm of Torah we call Hasidus or Pnimis Torah or Kabbalah, and this is what it's all about, but of Torah Bechlal, once you start to understand that the Neshama of Halacha is, is Kabbalah, it's Pnimis Torah. It sits at the absolute center of everything, of everything, what we're learning now. These concepts, our reality, revealing a deeper reality. Otherwise, it's a checklist. Yiddish Kaid, you wrap on tefillin, you put on tzitzis, you keep Shabbos, you like Hanukkah Menar, because you did all that halachas, so and then you go back to Baba Kama, and that, that's fine, that's awesome. And you'll get Sechar and Olam Haba, and you're part of the Tikkun just as well. To live consciously as a Yid means to be awake to the deeper reality of what we're trying to accomplish. What is our mission in the world? How can we inspire other people to also take on the all? It changes Yiddishkeit. It's not a culture and it's not a religion. It's, it's mamish something divine. It's something divine. And we understand what, what we're trying to do here in davening three times a day. Because otherwise, what, what, like, what is it? What is it? It adds a deeper element to everything. Because there is a deeper element to everything. And that's what Yiddishkeit is trying to help us wake to. To live life as human beings. Yiddishkeit, more than the other religions, values living in this world, marriage, children, etc. Having a job, eating, drinking. None of these things are, are off limits because there's a higher reality. Now, Adarabba. Adarabba. What was the whole motivation in Hashem creating the world from the panemius perspective? That we should reveal Hashem here. Dafka here. Not a great moments of meditation in Svat. Here, Mamish. There are good times for moments of connection. But that's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis is to be able to reveal that in the frustrations and in the constrictions and in the limitations and in the lowly mundanity of day-to-day schlepperai of being a human being. That's the it's called Dira Betachdainim. So what we're saying now is, is not an idea that we'll learn and then we'll move on. It'll, it, you'll, you'll find this everywhere. You take this journey into the Sifri Panimius, there's not one page that doesn't address this. Not one in one way or another. In one form or another. So it's very important that we give it a lot of time. And like we already said, it's a fragile concept. It's a nuanced concept. It takes a lot of contextualization. It takes a lot of learning. 
and, uh, and, and we're taking that journey together, step by step. It changes everything. And he says, this is what sits at the core of the known Jewish faith. Which Avram Avinu brought to the world. That even that which looks like Ra, Gamzu, Lataiva. What's the deeper way of understanding that? Gamzu, Lataiva. What do we mean? Is that in some way this will turn out to be good? Is that what we mean? That's one layer of, a layer of understanding it. Actually, the story about Nachamish Gamzu and a candle went out and this and that, then retroactively it was revealed that this is, it's like maybe this will become good at a later point in time. But the diuk of the Lushen is, I think, profound. Is Without any further contextualization, this thing as it is, Gamzu, this thing now as it is, there is a shayrish to this thing, which is right now taif, which is right now a manifestation of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. There is no such thing as Ra. Ra, says the Baal Shem Tov, is one of the strong kladom of the Baal Shem Tov. Sounds dramatic and maybe radical. He says Ra is only the lowest layer of taif. Ra is the lowest layer of taif. Taif is taif. It's good. Evil is the, is the lowest manifestation of good. The way the Baal Shem Tov saw it, there's no, there's no such thing. It's an illusion. Now, going back to what we said before, the Torah wants us to live within that illusion and to respect it so much so that there is Shiva and there's Shleishim and there's Shana and we don't make the same bracha right now over Ra as we do on Taiv, even though, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, that's exactly what the Gemara says. We're taka going to make the same bracha now. The Gemara doesn't want us to make the same bracha because that's not the reality we live in. But we still make a bracha. So it's this gentle kind of balance, this dance that we take. This dance. Whatever we perceive as being ra in its pnimius and it's there it's to bring about some incredible goodness we cannot fathom right now because doesn't just mean that there's no other God it means there is nothing but God and those two definitions are as distant from each other as the way that most people are educated in Ein Oid Movada means Hashem is the creator and Chas Hashem, there are no other creators, no other gods. That's the simple way of understanding it. The way that the Val Shem Tev and the Tzadikim brought to the world Ein Oid Movada is not that there's no other God, but that there's nothing else but God. Ein Oid. There is nothing extraneous to godliness. And that's the essence of our faith. And that's the purpose of the Torah and of the mitzvahs, is to encompass all of human functionality, the Rishus HaRabim, and to engage with that from a place of being rooted in the Rishus HaYachid. That is what we're here for. That is what we're here for. Ki ein oid movadi izbarach mamish. That's what he means. Mamish. Va'or achdusay u'shayrish hakol. And that light of achdus is the shayrish of everything. Va'akol muna b'seisra madreka. Mimagamas kala magamas. Everything. Magamois. Everything is rooted in seisra madreka. It's paraphrasing shir hashirim. Mimagamas kala magamois. 
rooted in the purpose of all purposes, our ha'oris, the light of all lights, our ha'keser, our ha'chachma, ha'machayim, ha'sakol, which bring life to everything, umachuvanim, ha'sakol, and guide everything, alatachlis, ha'klolishem, ha'sgala, b'meheira, which will be revealed in Cain, ha'keser, ha'chachma, va'afabina, ha'oris, ha'yoyinus, v'zachim. Are these very lofty, purified lights, revelations of godliness? In that place, it's the giloy where everything is one. By the way, this is also the giloy of Purim. Also, the giloy of Purim. It's the light of Chachma. And that's why we're able to say on Purim, Baruch Haman. And that's on Purim, we get drunk to the place. Adeloyada means we transcend the place of Das. Chachma Bina. It's the whole site of Purim. Megillas Esther, all the Sarm say is Megillas is Meloshin Giloi, Esther is Meloshin Hester. The, so the whole Purim is about this. Glimpses beyond the curtain. Everything is one. Skip the, the, the parentheses, a little bit complicated. This sin. This is the site of the Pneumius that lies beyond the curtain of everything. She are Echad Pashut, which is just one light. Hagonos that's hidden Bechol Abriakula, Umenia Isai Al Achdusa, and brings it to its place of unification. Kach, so it is. Hapirudim Kulam, all of the separateness in the world. Enam Ella Bechitsainius. We have to mamish drill this into our heart. So many of the issues that we have in our communities are rooted in a place that we don't learn Pneumius Hatayra. And so Mimela, we become so judgmental because we look at one person, he's, he's wearing this kind of shirt and this one's wearing this kind of shirt because we look at the world through Enayim Chitzayim. Mamash Enayim Chitzayim. And if we would begin to educate and we would begin to self-educate to be rooted in our oil, cool epinemis, cool epinemis, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even notice it. You wouldn't even see it. Mali hacha gazintachak, mali hacha, mali hasam. Age, background, level of religiosity. You look toward the panemias. See the unification in the world. Good things, bad things. Deal with everything with hishtabas, with the equanimity. Shivisi Hashem lenegdi sum. It says the Maranaim means that Hashem is Yudke Vavke is chesed. Negdi is the opposite of chesed. Elikim. Says David Melch Shivisi Hashem lenegdi. By David Melch there was no difference between Hashem and, and, and Hisnagdas. Tamid, all the time. Hamachadish betuvah b'chol yom tamid, ma'aseh b'reishis. Pasuk and Tehillim, ba'ashem ahalal davar, ba'alikim ahalal davar. Ba'davar ha'malach is no chilek. When things are going good, ba'ashem, ahalal davar, I praise Hashem. Ba'alikim also, ahalal davar. That was the madrega of davar ha'malach. It was an ishamuna, v'anit filah. Unless you have Hashem and Kim, there's no concept of ebb and flow unless you have the nectus. That's the, that's the nature. Constant. That's it's the nature of the world. Again, I'll remind you. We just said we don't make the same bracha on Ra and Taif, but we make a bracha on Ra, not the same bracha. Baruch Dayan Emes. We perceive there to be din. We believe in a system of Scharn Einish. We live in a system of 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 Mida Kenegan Mida. We live in a system where Toma and and Tara are two different things. And a bathroom Laavdolus is not a base medrash. We, we live we live in that. That's the sugya. Play by the rules. We play. Sure we do. We take the rules very seriously, but we also recognize that it's a bit of a game, and those two things don't need to be steerous. 
they don't need to be steers. I wish we had more time now because it, it's such an important segment. but I'll just throw it out because we're not unless yeah but next week because it's not enough for a whole shear so okay exercise Gavura and, and we're not going to do it but, uh, but, I, but I just want to mention one thing because I think it's important Les man de Palig, there is no machlegis, at least within the overwhelming majority of Chachme Yisrael that accepted the Zara Kaddish, that knew about the Zara Kaddish and accepted the Zara Kaddish, 99% of, 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 of Gedalim. That this is Emes Lamitai. No matter which base Medrash you come from, the Svardim and the, and the, and the Litvish and the Hasidim, Everyone agreed that this is true. Everything that we learned is true. If you learn Nefesh HaChayim and Tanya very well, you come to the understanding that the only distinction between these two drachim was how often we should talk about these inyanim, how often we should allow this awareness to, to play into our actual consciousness, whether this is something we should meditate on, focus on, be aware of, uh, or it's something that is, could be too dangerous, so to speak, because it could start to break down the, the, the you know the, the boundaries that are necessary for kiyamatayra, and to make us chas start to take life less seriously, and so on. Both sides are masking that this is the truth, and both sides agree that we need a healthy dosage of both of these. Both the Nefesh HaChaim and the Tanya took extreme stances in their Sfarim. The Nefesh HaChaim, for example, limiting the allowance to think about this three times in your life. At a time of danger, during Shema, and during Shema Nesri. He says, outside of that, we don't talk about this. The Balatanya says, you think about this all the time. All the time. And this is the fundamental purpose of creation, is to come to this awareness and not be fooled, that was the Balatanya. Because both were afraid of the potential risk of an extremist stance toward the other pole. The Nevshachayim was worried that if we go too much into this Indian of, of, of Keser, of Mabin, of Gimoration, of Anagazayichur, and that place, so then, like, like he clearly says in the Sefer, all the Torah breaks down. The whole tire breaks down, and all of a sudden, there's there's no purpose anymore of even putting an effort or a malus because whatever, everything is already decided. It's not me doing everything. Schar and Einish is already decided, and there's no real difference between a piece of pig and a piece of and a piece of uh, you know a kosher shechted cow. It's all God anyway, and I'm I'm God eating God, and it makes no difference what it is. That's what he was afraid of, because it can go to 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 an extreme. And the Balatanya, you know what he was afraid of? That if we if if we Truncate Yiddishkeit only to the seven midas hatachtainus, then Yiddishkeit becomes cold, becomes freezing cold, and we start to think about Hashem as being millions of light years away, being mashkiach from time to time, looking down into the world, and a Jew can feel completely lost, and a Jew does something that it mamish fall into yish gamor if he doesn't feel that he's still part of something. And the Balatanya says, I'll take, I'll take this risk over that risk. Each of us are going to have to make a decision in our own lives 
making a clear assessment of what Yiddishkeit looks like today and decide what are we more suffering from? Which are we more suffering from? From my personal assessment, clearly, I feel that we've lost a spark in, in Avaris Hashem. We've, we've lost this great drama, the, this, this deep Havana. We've lost the lave. And it's absolutely crucial to be teaching people of all ages and backgrounds in a healthy way, in a balanced way, stressing everything that we've stressed because it's, it's nuanced, to help them recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is mamish here now, mamish here now, in this world, so to speak. That the world is a revelation of Elokus. We're surrounded by him all the time. We're swimming in him. And this is the great advantage of Torah and mitzvahs is to fortify this consciousness in our mind, to think about this all the time, to feel surrounded by Elokus, to build a relationship with this. HaKadosh Baruch can't build a romantic relationship with someone across the ocean. But it's not going to be a very healthy marriage, right? She's living on one side of the world and you on the other. So theoretically, yeah, to build an intimate relationship, you need to be enmeshed one with the other. Rabbi Shimon Baruchai revealed the Zarakadosh to bring back that love. And the Tzadikim, as the sunlight of redemption rises, as we get closer to the, to the Yom HaShvi'i, to Shabbos, which is everything we're learning, which is the site of Amuna. now, at, at the 6,000th millennia, after Chatzos, or Mamash at, at, at the Geula, throughout the generations, this element of Torah has been revealed deeper and deeper and deeper from the Zayar to the Ariyah Kaddish, from the Ariyah Kaddish to the Baal Shem and, and the Vilna Goyen, the Baal Shem to Rabbi Nachman, the, the Vilna Goyen to Rav Chaim Balazhan, Rav Chaim Balazhan to the Leshem. And, and today, the Leshem already wrote. All of the restrictions against learning this stuff, he said, are, are gone. He said, it's a different dar today. Today, like the Vilna Goyen writes in Eben Shlema, Mashiach will come as a result of Limud Pnimei Satira. He writes it openly, clearly. That was the Messiah of the Gra. Want to talk about the Messiah of the Gra? That was his Messiah. And the fact that we don't learn these things at all in schools, in yeshivas, is mamish in my heart gusha. It's just my humble, silly opinion. Ma'akiv the Gula. Mamish ma'akiv it. Because we have all the tools to light our neshamas on fire, mamish on fire, and I believe not only us, the Frum community. I believe we could bring back all the all the yidden in the world, not with intellectual proofs and mamish with the art of of of, of emes. It's called chachmas emes. But at the very least, what we can do for our communities, if we would if we would start to open up, l'chaim, we should be zeichah to continue this journey together, hold each other up.